When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, Euphorians. It is Tuesday, September 22nd, 2020. Coming to you live from New York City, I'm Paige Blazer. And I'm Alex Miller. Tonight on That's So Euphoric, Zendaya breaks Emmy records as the youngest to win Best Lead Actress in a Drama. HBO confirms a special COVID episode is coming, but filming on season two is still far off. All that and more tonight on That's So Euphoric. Exciting, exciting week for the Euphoria community. Am I right, Alex? <laughs> you are so right, Paige. An exciting time to be a Euphorian. I literally, I can't. I just have to start out. We have to do a celebratory toast. I think we all know why. Zendaya made history at 24 years old as the youngest ever to win Best Lead Actress in a Drama. That's insane. Yeah. That's, that's literally very insane. Very impressive. And she's what, 24? Yeah, 24 years old. Breaking records. Not only breaking records, second black person ever to win the award, along with Viola Davis, which is great company, of course. But yeah. like, but Viola Davis, like older. Zendaya, like 24, shining bright like a star. That is an achievement <laughs> by anyone's standards. It's hella impressive. And she was in a very strong category. Very, very strong. She was strong. up against some serious heavy hitters. Serious heavy hitters. But before we even deep dive into all of this, I mean, I'm beyond speechless. I was practically in tears. We just need to pour some champagne. And we would only, you know, we'd be doing Zendaya a dishonor if it weren't Cook's. I feel like Eric Dane probably had Cooks out when this was going on, don't you think? I like to think that Eric Dane just always has Cooks on hand, and <laughs> I I really like to think that he was spraying Cooks all over his living room when Zendaya won. I think he did. He probably sprayed it all over his flat screen. I could just see it. But we have to have Cooks. Oh, yes! Oh, there it is. Cooks for Zendaya. So as Alex pours the champagne, I mean, come on. I'm honestly just going to go into a deep dive. I feel like we have to just kind of go through her incredible career timeline. Just because, you know, we're honoring her. Honestly, like, this is really crazy. It's also so happy because, I don't know about you, were you, did you think she was going to win? And be honest, don't try and please our fans. Um, I actually 
we'll get into this a little later. There's some a little controversy, but I actually thought she had a very good chance of winning. I thought her performance on Euphoria was very impressive. And, Same. Uh, I, I yeah, more I'm like not, you. I'm not surprised that she won, in other words. Well, here, let's hand me my glass, and let's just do a quick chink-chink to our queens and... <laughs> oh, my God. Alex hates when I call her queen. He hates it. Yeah, I don't know about that, but I will cheers her. Yes, What an badass. achievement. Well-deserved. Zendaya, this is for you. We are yeah. getting drunk for you. Absolutely. Speaking of getting drunk, how drunk do you think she got? We'll, we'll, all, we'll get into all this, but like, I really want to know that up front while we're drinking those cooks. Do you think she got wasted, or do you think she was like a good little like sober girl and went to bed? I think it all depends on your family dynamics, because she was with the fam, and it's like, is it a party fam? Is it not a party fam? <sighs> I feel like they have to be. Plus... I don't know. Her stylist, La Roach, he posted a story, which I sent you, and put on our Instagram. They had a hookah out mm-hmm. and champagne. I did see that. If they if they have a hookah out, they're probably kind of like party vibes. Like, Yeah. I, I'm surprised I see a hookah. Yeah, it's kind of trashy. So if, they, if they were down with the hookah, I feel like they must be like kind of party people. Absolutely. Even I don't know if I'd have a hookah on my coffee table. No, not at all. Especially in her like beautiful home. But also, I feel like... She may have had to, like, stay a bit sober because I'm not positive, but I wonder if she had to do press the next day. Like, I wouldn't want to be hungover for press. Oh, whatever. But I guess it's all virtual, so, like, who gives a fuck? You could be in your sweats and, yeah. like, not care. And after you win, it's like, so what? Yeah, like, suck my you dick, won. I won. Who cares? <laughs> who cares about the press after you win? I know. I don't know. You know me. I would be getting real fucked up if I, especially if I was breaking records. Like, it's one thing to win the Emmy, but if you're just, like, fucking breaking records left and right oh, on Zendaya. Yeah. I'd go buck wild. It'd be like cooks on cooks on cooks for us. Oh, yeah. I'd probably drink like three or four bottles of cooks on my own. Yeah, I'd probably, yeah. Definitely I, would stay up all night. Drugs would be included as well. It, it would just be a, a raging night. It'd be a real euphoric night. It would. So let me give you a little background. Honestly, too, I don't know how much Alex knows about Zendaya's background, so I didn't tell him any of this before. So I feel like I want to get your honest, genuine reactions to this. Okay. Um, you know, my Euphorians know that I'm a little more of like a super fan than Alex. So we're just going to go right in. So are these like the career highlights? Career highlights. Okay, cool. <laughs> It's like her, her timeline. Okay, hit me. So, you know, Zendaya comes from humble beginnings, right? <laughs> <laughs> she, her first role she ever played in her life was a school play. And the play was James and the Giant Peach. Very nice. A now, lovely play. if you could guess, who do you think she played in James and the Giant Peach? I think she played... I'm going to say she played either James or Miss Lady. The boy? Bug. Not that, like, gender roles matter, but, like, back in the day. Well, she's got, like... She's got the, the chops yeah. for it, and, like... I know, but I'm saying back in the day, we weren't as, like, accepting with this shit, so I feel like they would have had a boy play James. They probably would not have, like, chosen Zendaya to play well, James. James has to be able to sing, too, and, like, That's Zendaya true. can sing. True. But I mean, I'm anyways, here for it. Anyways, my guess, would, my first guess is James. My second guess, guess is probably, like, uh, maybe Miss Ladybug or Miss Spider. I was thinking Miss Spider. Maybe Miss Spider, but so no. I could see Ladybug. Direct quote from Zendaya. I tried out for the lead, James. So you were right. She tried out for James, but she ended up being cast as the silkworm. <laughs> she wrote uh, that's funny the blind like yes. <laughs> goon. yes and she wrote i didn't have any lines but you know what i killed it i was a worm but i was reacting and giving face and i was the best damn silkworm there oh ever was they didn't even give her lines no. the silkworm's a major character <laughs> i know 
so that's Whack. great. Love that for her. Right. Then, you know, she moves right along to a huge role of being on Kids Bop, which honestly, I'm not surprised by that at all. How old was she at this point? Kids Bop? It was back in 2009. Okay. I cannot do math, so let's just okay. pretend, yeah, you know, whatever. a young yes. age. I don't care what <laughs> Then her I'm Disney days, everyone knows, this is fucking obvious, I'm not going to talk about it forever, but she was, her big blowout, blowout, blow up, neither of those sound nice. <laughs> her big, like, come up. Breakout? Come up, breakout. Yeah. Blow up. <laughs> you know what I meant. Okay, her big breakout was Shake It Up with Bella Thorne. It went from 2010 to 2013. So that was, like, her big claim to fame, because Disney... Once you're in Disney, you're fucking signed. You're good to go. Like, you are going to make that money, honey. Mm -hmm. Then she moved... Um, Before you move on, I think you're missing one of her definite career highlights. One of the only ones I know of, which is that that time that she starred in a Ross commercial. uh, Well, she didn't star in it. She was a background dancer in a Ross commercial starring Selena Gomez. Which... I didn't even really know that her... I mean, everyone in the Disney community, right? Like, they all know each other. They all do the fake, like, oh, yeah, we're all good friends. I didn't actually know they even, like, knew each other. Cause I, feel like I don't know if they even cool. knew each other at this point. I think she was just a background, like, dancer. I don't think they, like, knew each other. Totally. I mean, Zendaya's but, a sweetheart, uh, but also, like, she's way too cool for... She was, she was 12 at the time, and I watched the commercial, and it is truly awful. It is... <laughs> A fucking terrible commercial. <laughs> should we not, post it on our not Instagram? Zendaya, yeah, we should. It's not Zendaya's fault, but it is just an awful commercial. Well, it's like course, unwatchable. Yeah. It's also the the outfits in it. Alex showed it to me right before we started, you know, recording, and I was just screaming. The outfits are absolutely oh, horrendous. Fucking horrible. Yeah, we'll roast it on our Instagram. It's bad. Yeah. So that don't forget about that career highlight. But uh, yeah, big Sears twelve year old twelve year old Zendaya starring in the the old Sears ad. Love that for her. But please continue. No problem. 2015 to 2018, she did KC Undercover, which was like a super smart girl, like turned spy on Disney. Mm-hmm. The only Na- badass. Na- a natural yeah. plot for a Disney show. <laughs> Cra- a 14 so year old spy. Literally Kim Possible, but mm-hmm. like real life. Uh-huh. Um, the big thing about that, though, was, which is so badass, I mean, for her age, she was only like 18 going on 19 at the time. She pretty much like gave Disney an ultimatum. She was like, I'm not. They wanted her to come back and like do a show. And she was like, I'm not coming back unless there's, like, diversity on the channel and the show. And I have to, like, be representing my background and my roots. Like, I won't do the show if it's just, like, me playing a white character. Mm -hmm. Like, it has to, like... Badass. Yeah. So that's dope. Because Disney's usually, like, not super chill about that stuff. Because they filter everything and are prude as fuck. So... That being said, good job, Zendaya. Then, a hilarious thing that I actually, I feel like I knew this, but I didn't because I could not give a flying shit about Dancing with the Stars, but Zendaya was the youngest contestant at 16 to ever compete on the show. So, she's been breaking I records. I like that's more of a low light than a highlight. <laughs> but I she's mean, been, like, breaking records, current, you know? Current contestant on Dancing with the Stars is old, uh... Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin from Tiger King, <laughs> so she's not exactly amongst, like... The exalted. No, I'm not saying it's a highlight uh, at all, but I'm saying like that is really funny. She's breaking records. 
Yeah, that show really has, like, some of the sketchiest people on it. Like, Carol Baskin is literally, like, was investigated for a murder. And, like, I know know she wasn't accused, but, like, is that really someone you're like, yeah, let's get them on our show? No, it doesn't make any sense. Typically, I would not prefer to have accused murderers on my show. It's also just so fucking boring and, like, cool. And they, honestly, you know what? I think it's shit. Yeah, also, who gives a fuck about Chancellor? God, that is such a stupid idea for a show. (laughs) A, who gives a fuck? B, it's so unfair because they pick hags like Carol Baskin, but then they pick, like, like her up against, people. like, Zendaya, like, a real dancer. Right. It's like, if I were Carol Baskin, I'd be like, I'll do this for, like, the money, but, like, right. fuck this. Like, yeah. I'm a loser. Yeah, there's, like, former, like, pro athletes and stuff on there, so yeah. it's like, what the fuck chance does Carol Baskin no. have? No, bueno. I hate it. Okay, cool. So, the only other thing is, of course, she started her music career after that. I've shown you a couple of her songs. Alex is, like, not a fan. <laughs> I, I am, because it's, like, nostalgic for me, but, like, eh. Her music, to me, is not that great. Her Euphoria music, on the other hand, like, oh man, like, I'm a fucking fan, but, like, her old Disney music, uh, I'm over it. Yeah. Then, you know, the usual <laughs> steps. I'm not gonna go too far into it, because everybody knows she did Spider-Man, all mm-hmm. that. She's mm-hmm. a cover girl. I mean, she's just, like, left and right, doing great things, did the greatest show, you know, and now Euphoria. There we go. And, you know, is going to be in Dune. So, she's got a lot yes. going on. She a is lot. gonna be in Dune. That Dune trailer came out. Mm-hmm. What do you looks, think? Uh, I think it looks pretty good. You're a good critic because you've seen the original Dune. I have not. Well, so it's not even about the, the It's not even about the original Dune because it's it's really about the book. And I haven't read the book, but I have seen the original Dune. I've heard the book is incredible. The original Dune is fucking wild. The movie, the old movie, David Lynch, one of my favorite directors. It's a fucking wild movie. It's not necessarily a great movie, but it is a weird and unique sci-fi movie. And I did appreciate that they really. David Lynch made that movie way fucking weird. Hmm. And apparently the real Dune's pretty fucking weird. Um, Which, I I, I can't see Timothy being a great lead in a weird movie, but in the trailer he actually looked like he was really good. I kind of can. I'm I'm here for it. I like. I oh, I'm not like saying him. I'm not. I'm just saying I I assumed it would be a little weird, but then I saw him in the trailer and I was sold. Yeah, and I also think he's kind of I don't know. I he's would kind of love... sexy. Yeah, me too. I mean, I do think he's cute, but uh... <laughs> yeah, I think the I think Dune looks pretty good. I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely here for it. There was that song in the trailer that I thought was kind of goofy. Um, oh, like the background. Yeah, it was yeah. A little dramatic. I thought that was a little silly. And I, I just, overall, I just hope they make it weird. Because there's, like, basically, like, people that get mutated by, like, space drugs so that they can navigate hyperspace. So if you, that should be pretty fucking weird. So yeah. I hope that it ends up being weird. And there's, like, space witches and stuff. I mean, we'll I think see. Zendaya will be great. Now that I, she's a record-breaking, you know, Emmy winner, I think she'll do just fine. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know much about it. So I'm just kind of stoked to see her in something new. Yeah. Well. Sweet. So that's her timeline. And now here she is killing it. So I feel like we have to, it would be a disservice if we didn't like low key break down both her looks for the night. Yeah. Um, Our fans may or may not know that. I feel like they kind of know this from listening to our podcast so far, but they might not know this about our personal life. Alex and I are like extremely into fashion in our daily life. I would say more so than like anything. Like I don't really care about makeup that much. It's fun. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like fashion is a centerpiece of our life and we like geek out over it. So mm-hmm. this isn't just like us being boring and being like, oh, we have to talk about this. Like, yeah, we're um, very like judgmental because we love fashion, like very critical. Yeah. And I think it's not just that we love it, but that like 
neither of us have any type of talent in any artistic realm, really. Like, uh, speak for yourself. Like, speak for I yourself. I fucking love music, but I can't make music. So my, I think the biggest way that I express myself creatively in a day-to-day basis is through how I dress. And so, obvious, I think naturally I'm a little more, like, savage, but also more interested. Like, I know a lot about it, and I, yeah. I try to be... We also both, like... I'm just interested. We... It's very natural for us. Like, it's not forced. Like, Alex and I, no matter where we're going, we'll be, like... I wouldn't even say dress to the nines, but we're absolutely, like, always fashionable, even if it's, like, trash fashion. Like, we care. Meaning, like, if we're hungover as shit, we're still, like, trying to be... We're not even trying. Like, it just comes natural. We're just always, like, on trend. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just wanted to, like, give that little bit, because this is really fun to us. So, with that being said... I feel like normally we're extremely critical and judgmental. Even if it's, like, a star that we love, we're always going to be critical to the fashion. But with Zendaya, I think I can speak for us both. We really had little to no criticism. No. Um, And we're also particularly savage with celebrities because they have all the resources in the world. So if you're dressing, if you look like trash as a celebrity, there's really no excuse. (laughs) Um, Absolutely none. But tonight, um, no critiques. I wasn't, like over the moon about either of the looks but they're both like great looks she looks really nice um the first one she was in christopher john rogers um who is a up-and-coming designer okay as recently as 2018 he was starting to show his own collections at new york fashion week but was still working full-time for diane von furstenberg Ooh, cool um now obviously it seems like he's certainly a little more uh well established his name's gonna be out doing there for well sure. on his own but I wasn't familiar with him before this, but this is my favorite of the two outfits. Same. At first, I wasn't super into it, but I kind of can't... I've, like, come to appreciate the the silhouette. It's got a really, like, funky kind of, like... (laughs) It's kind of like a, like... I don't even know how to describe this shape. It's a little, like, pyramid at the hips, almost. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really... I I like the silhouette of it, and then... I don't know. It, it seems like this was just coincidence because this piece seems to have existed prior to the show or prior to the uh, the Emmys, at least. But the color of this dress is literally, like, to a T, the color of Euphoria. Like, actually. It's like, like the, like, kind of, like, chromatic, like, purple, mm-hmm. where in the light, sometimes it's, like, pinkish, orangey, and sometimes, yeah. like, dark purple, and it changes under the light. When I saw the, the cinched waist when she came out, I was like... Is that I, I thought for a hundred percent I thought I was so good and like nailed it. I thought it was custom. Like I knew it was gonna be a designer, obviously. Um, but since it was this up and coming Christopher Jean Roger <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, he's from New York, not France. Oh wow, so okay, never mind. Christopher, Christopher John Rogers. John Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've never heard of him, but I thought, oh, like how cool she got like a friend to like custom make her this dress. What a win for him. But yeah, but we yeah, found out it's not custom. The color is crazy. Um, but yeah, then the I really like the uh, the rectangular uh, kind of neckline on the top. I really um, like her hair too. I feel like pulling off a low bun is extremely difficult. Like I would literally look like a cancer patient or a boy if I had my hair like that, and it would be atrocious. So the fact that like you know you're like 
you know, she's just stunning. Like, she looks great. Like, you know what I mean. Not yeah. many people could pull off that hairdo. That's yeah. slicked, like, And then bad. she's got, like, the, the Bulgari jewels, obviously, since she's a... Uh, Bulgari fan. Uh, face, the face of Bulgari right now. Yeah, and then the she's got some ambassador. Louboutins that are just fine. They go nicely with the outfit. They got little hearts on them. I love the Louboutins. Plus, that's, like, a statement show. But I do love that they're hearts. It's very yeah. euphoric. Um, and then later on in the night, when she actually got her award, she was in uh, Armani, Giorgio Armani, um, and she had kind of like a like sparkly ass bandeau thing, and then mm-hmm. like a high waisted black with pink polka dot skirt. I thought it was a dress, um, so I love learning that it's two pieces. Which I like. I don't love it, but like she looks very nice. There's nothing yeah. bad to say about either of them. She looks great. I like her hair a lot in the second I do one. Too. Um, just kind of like messy and clumped on top of her head, but in a way that's yeah, very, it's like works for her. That's so what my hair looks it. like every day in quarantine. But like <laughs> she once again, Zendaya for some reason can like rock so many looks and never look bad. Like I literally kind of hate her for it. Like if I ever like Alex will probably spit out a champagne. Like if I ever, can you imagine if I wore my hair like that to an event? Would you just <laughs> die? I would uh, look atrocious. Like, it would, it would not. Something. And don't be the boyfriend that's like, no, you'd look beautiful. Like, I would look no, absolutely horrendous. No, I mean, that's not horrendous. the look for you. <laughs> it just doesn't. <laughs> it would look so bad. So I feel like the fact that she can pull this off, it's just beautiful. And she's just glowing. I think it's just because she won, too, that we're, like, more accepting of, like, the second look. Oh, I mean, it's a, it's a good look. Like, she looks great. I just, it doesn't, like... I'm not, like, thrilled about it, but it's a great look. She looks really nice. The only Um, other comment I have on the fashion, unless... Did you have anything else to say about the second look? No, I don't think so. Um, The only other thing I had to say was I honestly, like, I feel... I just wish she would have switched the looks. I don't know. Actually, now I'm going back on my thoughts. I kind of... I would like her to win the Emmy in the Euphoria, like, looking outfit. Oh, whatever. But she didn't know she was going to win, so... That's true. But I do think the second one's a little more, like, party, celebratory, like, kind of glam. So, never mind. I kind of take that back, but still. Yeah. Whatever. But there you go. Yeah. I feel like that's a really good... Zendaya fashion wrap-up. fashion. Oh, wait. I had a quote, though, about the fashion. Remember? Oh, you did. Let me find it. I think I have it up as well, actually. The Z- um, oh, yeah, wait, I have it. Rogers later wrote on Instagram, also this is sourced from a CNN style article. <laughs> Rogers later wrote on Instagram that he was grateful to have individuals who understand the zeitgeist and navigate getting dressed and presenting themselves in these spaces with glamour, intelligence, and humor. Now, I first read that and I thought, you know what? I 100% am a huge plus one to this because, like we mentioned, we love fashion and I fucking hate when celebrities just, like, throw that out the window and don't even try. It's like, this is your one moment. You might win an Emmy. You might break records. Like, you should look fucking fantastic and care about how you look. I think most of them try. I just think a lot of them have really shitty taste. Sometimes, or but I would stylist. argue that some people kill it, and then then one night they have this like moment to shine. They pick the most plain, boring. Uh, like it won't even be ugly, but it's just like why? Like right. you could literally be looking so unique. Right, and, like, they pick something very understated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, but yeah. anyways, I I looked at Alex and I was like, I feel like I know what zeitgeist means, but like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like so Alex what does that mean tell our, our listeners um it's german for the spirit of the people so it's kind of just like the uh the popular like vibe the popular cultural like feeling um okay. the it's kind of like the mood of the people 
Well, what a nice um, thing for Christopher to say about But her. it's cool. This is like the fun Halloween fact. Geist is like the spirit part of it. So if, now you know how to say like spirit or ghost in German. Geist? Geist. Yeah. Ooh. And also Zendaya, half German. So She's half German? Yeah. Wow. Her full name is like, I forget what it is, but it's part German. <laughs> Zendaya Coleman, I think. Well, Zendaya. she has, like, two middle names, and one of them is Marie, very oh. non-German, and the other one is German. Also, earlier today, Alex asked me, like, why doesn't, why don't they ever say her first and last name? And I honestly was stunted. I had no fucking clue. But let me remind you, I'm a Euphoria fan. Not that that means I'm not a Zendaya fan, but I'm not, like, some psychotic fan that knows everything about her. So I honestly was like, I have no mm-hmm. fucking clue. So I actually looked it up. So her full name is uh, Zendaya Marie Stormer Coleman. So the uh, the Stormer is a is wow. a very, like, strong German name. I don't see Stormer on um, our fan accounts often, but I see the Marie a lot. Zendaya yeah. Marie and Zendaya The Coleman. Zendaya is, like, her dad's adaptation of a Shona word that I think means to give thanks oh that's um, sweet i'm not sure that's really cute and that fits her so well where that's from but yeah um i also looked into why she only goes by zendaya and she literally said it's just because she thought it was cool i love that <laughs> Which i kind of like more than if there was like some good reason for it she was yeah. just like yeah there's like you know like prince and like Cher and stuff and madonna and she's just like i think it's fucking cool yeah So that's literally the only reason why she just goes by Zendaya. She was just like, I think it's cool. I love that so much. Well, I feel like that really encapsulated a lot of the fashion. So I'm going to move on to her acceptance speech because it brought a tear, I think, to every Euphorian's eye. Um, It was really sweet. I feel like she wasn't, like, too lengthy. Now, let's, you know, be honest. It must... What do you think? Do you think it's better? Like, would you rather be with your family like she was, like, in a room, get the trophy, and then just be able to be there and, like, fucking party? Or do you, would you rather be, like, in front of everyone, no, like, giving a speech? No, I'd rather be at the Emmys. Everybody would, right? I guess. But I was just thinking, like, hmm, maybe some don't. Because some celebrities don't love all the attention. They get nervous. Yeah, you no, know what I, I mean? would way rather be at the Emmys. I'd I be agree. fucking partying it up. Same. I feel like Zendaya would have delivered it just as well. But um, I'll quote a little bit of her speech, because why not? Because we just love her. Um, she said, I know this feels like a really weird time to be celebrating, but I just want to say that there's hope in the young people out there. I know that our TV show doesn't always feel like a great example of that, but there is hope in the young people. I just want to say to all my peers out there doing the work in the streets, I see you, I admire you, I thank you, and yes, thank you so much, woohoo, yes, and then she screamed, and she threw her hands back like a psycho, and looked hilarious, and was a meme the next day. So there you go. Beautiful speech. That wasn't like the whole thing, obviously, but I love that she addressed, you know, that it was weird to be celebrating. I mean, we've already talked about that in a previous podcast episode. Talking about anything about a TV show right now seems very petty with everything going on. And I'm sure with her large platform, it, you know, it, even though she deserves to be so stoked and amped and celebrate, you know, celebratory, I'm sure it's a little uncomfortable for her. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I thought she addressed that like, in a very tactful, sweet, humble way. It wasn't, like, too much. It wasn't super political. She was just really Sunday is a class act. We can expect, like, pretty tactful handling of things from her at this point, which is, uh, it's nice to be able to say. Absolutely. So, I don't know. I just love that for her. But I know, like, all the fans were crying. I was crying. I mean, it was a mess. It's just great. Well, there you go. 
Bingo bongo. But yeah, like Alex and I watched the video obviously on, you know, Instagram, sadly, because we don't fucking have ABC. We were just watching like all the recaps as we went. I mean, it was like a hot mess, but it worked out. Yeah, I tried fine. really hard to find like a sketchy live stream and I was just not succeeding. <laughs> we're cheap as fuck. We were like, we're not paying for ABC. This is stupid. But fuck no, fuck ABC. I thought we would kind of like break down some of the cast reactions because it's just fun and funny to think cast about. Cast reactions. Cast reactions. What did they have to say, Paige? Well, let's start with the family because you saw that. I love the family reaction. Of course, we have to narrow in on the mother. Her mom is so the mother. The mother, Zendaya's mother. The German. Um, <laughs> She was so cute, but also, like, fucking hilarious and was literally a meme that was, like, going viral all day long. She had, like, her hands on her face. She kind of looked, like, out of a horror movie because... Not because of her look. Like, I really don't want to be, like, rude. Not because of her looks. Let's make it clear. It's because of the poor quality of the fucking Zoom cam that they were all were in. Mm. They're, like, all, like... Uh-huh, you all saw pixely. it. Yeah, all, like, yeah. pixely as shit. So you can barely even make out her features, and she just was, like, whoa, like, her hands on her yeah. face. It's like the scream. Yeah, but I like, honestly, I would love that. Like, I feel like if I woke up the next day and that's like what was going viral, I would almost like like that better. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, it's funny. But her parents and her family and her friends were also cute. Her like assistant handed her the gram or the Grammy. Oh, my fucking God. The Emmy, whatever. Same thing. Um, You know what I asked you earlier? Now I don't remember if you answered is, do you think they like sneak the trophy in like how the fuck did she not know she was oh, getting it i don't know i already told you i didn't even believe that that was a real emmy i thought that they just it was I, real i just assumed that those were like stand-ins and they would get the real ones later so but do you I know what know. i mean like Beats do you think me. they like gave it to someone in the because the family they all probably, seems so genuinely excited so i'm like they probably connect with someone at the network or her agent or someone yeah and, and plan it out so that none of her family knows. It out on the low key but honestly i really don't know it would suck though sure. because so her assistant handed it to her so that doesn't mean like he knew but i'm just saying like if you were on her team it'd be so hard not to let that slip because like what if she picked, like, you know, what if she was like, I really don't feel like getting all that ready? You'd have to be like, uh, you really should. Like, <laughs> like I, I kept thinking that. Like, if I were her family and I knew, it'd be really fucking hard not to, like, spill the beans. I don't know. I'm sure that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it all goes down, but I feel like they probably keep that shit pretty secretly. Yeah. Like, well, people bet sweet. on this stuff. So, you know, they gotta keep it pretty locked down. So I'm sure there's some kind of, like secret process totally who knows well then after that you know i have to follow it up with hunter schaefer of course um hunter was flipping the fuck out it was on her instagram story she was just yelling like yes like oh shit oh shit like over and over again was so excited um i had like a laugh to myself and alex did as well because i don't know who and i'm not like slandering you but i kind of am like a fan wrote on one of our posts like is Hunter, like, with Zendaya's family? It looks like her living room. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> and Hunter's in, like, a dark room. Like, like, a pitch black room with just a TV on, like, clearly alone. And Zendaya's in, like, a bright room where you can see every single person. Yeah, and everyone's, like, dressed up in her family. Like, they're all, like, dressed in, like, suits. And, like, right. in Hunter's video, it's, like, very clear. She's, like, fucking barefoot. Her feet are, like, on the coffee table. She's, like, yeah, in her bedroom or something. Yeah. But really cute. Was screaming, freaking out. Then we've got Storm Reed, you know, who plays Gia, her sister. So cute. She did, like, a live react to, like, waiting and was, like, standing with, like, clearly, like, her mom was videoing her. It was just really sweet. It was kind of, like, a tender moment. It wasn't as, like, oh, shit, like, Hunter's, but it was really cute. 
And she tweeted, like, congrats to my big sis. Alex just loves all this. There you go. <laughs> fascinating. It is to our fans, Tell okay? me more. I find it fascinating. So Barbie, you know, who plays Kat, she FaceTimed one of Zendaya's friends and posted it to her story. So, like, she was, like, live during it, kind of, but through FaceTime, which is mm. cute. Um then we've got Sydney Sweeney, and honestly, like, I would say, I'm trying to think, like, honestly, everybody else, like, Maude, Sydney Sweeney, they all did just, like, the classic shout-outs on Instagram. Um, we were laughing at HBO. They just, like, tweeted out the mm-hmm. video, like, a hundred fucking times. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was just adorable. I really don't... Oh, Eric Dane. We yeah, have to... there we go. Now we're getting to the good stuff. <laughs> So, Alex and I all night were, like, joking, like, when's Eric Dane going to, like, tweet? What's he going to say? If anything at all, right? Um, I actually don't have it pulled up in front of me, but I posted it on our story. I can't quote it directly, but he legit was just like, yo, Zendaya, like, good job. Let's see. <laughs> he let's straight see. up said, yo, Z, I think. Let's see, let's see. Alex is pulling it up right now. We can pull up Eric Dane's Twitter. He said, <laughs> yo, Z, at Zendaya, hashtag Emmy winner 2020. Nicely done. Well deserved. (laughs) (laughs) So we all know Eric Dane was definitely wasted on cooks because his reply could not be more lackluster and monotone. Like, yo, Z, like, good job. (laughs) Thank you, Eric Dane. Very cool. Yeah, very insightful. Very exciting. Love. (laughs) I would have to say my favorite react was probably Eric Dane. What about you? I love it. Of course. Eric Dane and the mother. Um, Here's another great Eric (laughs) Dane tweet from very recently. August 17th, he said, I'm in China, dot, 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 that's it, that's the tweet. He was so, in China during COVID? What was he thinking? I guess it's over there. He was in Can China. Can you even travel there right now? He's probably lying. Fuck, I don't know. This was August 17th. I, I feel like that's a lie. Like I don't even this, think you can travel to China. I feel like you should not have been uh, been doing that, but I like that tweet. Yeah, I that's do too, but also stupid. I really don't think you can even... I think that there's a travel ban there, so interesting. Okay, Eric Dane was clearly high and <laughs> okay, drinking wait, that night. Wait, wait, wait. I got, Eric Dane's kind of great on Twitter, but like awful. So I got one more good one for you. He said, uh, the, at the good RX commercial where the mom can't afford her meds and then can is like the saddest, then most triumphant drama I've seen in a long while. <laughs> what is he referencing? A commercial? He's referencing a commercial for good RX. Like a is late like night, a what is that, a medicine? It's, it's like, like an diarrhea affordable pill? healthcare like, company. Oh. <laughs> it was like the, one of those diarrhea commercials or the uh, Mucinex. I love that. Wow. Eric Dane thriving. I mean, he's probably so fucking bored. What else has he got he going on? He also just tweeted, Mark Twain, sort of. Okay. All right, I that's like enough for Eric Dane's <laughs> That is play. enough. I'm, like, literally over here just like, what? Like, I can't even keep up with Eric Dane. Honestly, like, he has to know how special this is, though. I mean, he was on Grey's, which won, I think, a bunch of Emmys over the years. It was, like, a show that did really well. Not positive, but, like, he knows this is a big deal for Z. So for him to just be like, yo, Z, like, congrats. It's a little hilarious. He did tweet, good lord, this country has some dumb motherfuckers in it. Oh, my God. Plus one to that. I'll cheers to that. I love that for Eric Dane, I will cheers to that. A lot of dumb motherfuckers in this company. (laughs) Trump. Yeah, I kind of love his Twitter. 
I kind of love it too. But then Zendaya ended the night with a little, a cute photo of herself like in bed, like her hand on her head, like the classic, like, oh, like, oh, I'm on cloud nine, but like, you know, gotta go to sleep. Oh, just real five lines of coke. <laughs> Drink three bottles of champagne. No, I don't think she was doing coke. I definitely think she was like a good girl went to sleep because in her photos, she still looks like beautiful, even with her makeup off and was like, oh, Boring. like, she just felt like still speechless to all my friends. Like, I'll tweet and text you tomorrow, but like, mm-hmm. I gotta go to sleep. I, and make sure this isn't just a dream. Uh-huh. All right, Zendaya. I mean, cute for her. I love that for her. So, you know, what a great night. And, I mean, we have to, of course, I know we've put a lot of focus on Zendaya, but, like, how can we not? She, you know, youngest Emmy winner. I mean, please. Like, of course, the focus is on her. But we have to mention the other Emmys that Euphoria won, which is, like, a huge accomplishment. Yeah. List them off, baby. Well, we have Labyrinth who won original music and lyrics for And Salt the Earth Behind You, which I was telling Alex, I did not know that the Emmys chose by episode, which it makes sense now that I like say it out loud, but I thought he won for like the music of the whole show, but it's for And Salt the Earth Behind You, which is all for us. I'm, I'm yeah. not, like, just for that, but, like, I'm right, sure right, that's, right. like, the biggest one, the biggest hit. Yeah, I think it varies by category, but usually when the networks, like, elect who they're nominating or, like, are, you know, they do, like, the whole lobby for yeah. stuff where they're, like, we're pushing for, like, this nomination. Totally. You have to choose, like, an episode that you're, like, oh. lobbying, like, okay. for. But like I said, that makes um, sense. Of all the episodes, that song obviously did the best. It makes sense. Like, it was yeah. so epic. I think it varies by category, but, like, a lot of categories are episode-specific. Totally. But, yeah, Labyrinth's first Emmy. So, big congrats to Labyrinth. You know me. Huge Labyrinth fan. So, I just, I love that for him. And I'm sure he party. I feel like he's a partier. He probably partied. There we go. What else? We've got Daniela Davy. Kirsten Coleman and Tara Lang for Best Outstanding Contemporary Makeup, which hey. I feel like that's a steal. Like, nice. I knew Euphoria was going to nice. win for makeup. Nice. I mean, it's like... Badass. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think we can all agree it's deserved, but like, hell yeah. But yeah, so great. It was also really cute. I showed Alex. Um, I watched Daniela's like, reaction, because she like, did it live. And she's apparently, like, in a camper. Because it's, like, quarantine, right? So everyone's doing their yeah, own everyone's thing. everyone's in weird places. Yeah. So she was just in her camper, like, in her fucking robe, like, chilling with her dog. And she was like, oh, I didn't, like, think I'd be this nervous. She was totally freaking out. So when she got it, it was just, like, a really sweet moment. Like, sweet. so happy for all of them. Is that it? That's it. So three sweet. Emmys. That's a that's a nice night at the Emmys for Euphoria. That's a Honestly? pretty good for you. the first season of a show. You picked up three Emmys. Amazing. And oh, I yeah. feel like it's just... I love this because it's just buzz and it's just going to get people who weren't really inclined to watch Euphoria. You know they'll watch it because people are stupid like that. Like the minute someone wins an award, they're like, okay, now I'll watch it. Yeah. Big night for Euphoria. There you go. Huge night. Sweet. So with all the great news last night, there was a little bit of a a hot controversy. um, Because (laughs) shortly after uh, old Z's win... The the New York Post, um, our local like trashy ass gossip newspaper, fired off a little tweet, um, and I know that uh, you reacted pretty spicy to this last night, and apparently a lot of other people did. So last night they tweeted, "Biggest upset: Zendaya wins Emmys 2020 over Jana- Jennifer Aniston." Laura, <laughs> are you Lane. gonna say Janice? Jennifer, no, because it was Jennifer Aniston, so I almost said Janiston. <laughs> Janiston. Janice Aniston. 
Um, so, you know, they, by them saying Repeat it biggest, again. Repeat it. I got stuck on the Janice. Biggest upset. Zendaya wins Emmys 2020 over Jennifer Aniston, Laura Linney. Okay. So, also, like, the, the implication there is obviously that she was the underdog in this category. Um, and while those ladies are both well-established actors, I would argue that Zendaya was definitely not the underdog in this category. And if, no. I, were, uh, if I were a Vegas odds maker, I would have had her as a, uh, as a one, two, or three pick, not as the, uh, not as the four or five pick here. No, especially um, against Jennifer Aniston. So like... the New York Post definitely seemed to be uh, underestimating Zendaya a little bit. And like I said, I think you had a kind of a spicy reaction to that, and so did a lot of other people. So then the New York Post kind of doubled down and shot themselves in the foot a little bit more today um, by addressing this, by saying... Zendaya fans mistake the meaning of upset after historic Emmy's 2020 win. And they're half right and half wrong. So basically a shit ton of fans reacted to their tweet saying biggest upset, um, being really ignorant and not understanding that upset in this case means like an underdog as opposed to an emotion, like two different, two different words. It's a completely different meaning. Like they weren't saying Um, that the New York post wasn't claiming to be upset. The biggest upset is a, that's a noun, like the upset. That is like Mm -hmm. a thing. There was the, the upset. It was the biggest upset of the night. Um, so the biggest like surprise, it's be, it'd be like the biggest surprise. Okay. Um, it's like the, the biggest, biggest surprise. Like, Zendaya shock, wins like, over someone Jennifer unexpected Anderson. beat the expected winners. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, but a lot of fans were, were stupid, kind of stupid, <laughs> and understood that as like people were upset, and there were all these people talking about like who was upset and why and not being upset and why were so and so upset, um, referring to the emotion of being upset. Got but it. then a lot of fans like you also. Yes reasonably understood the tweet and were just spicy that they were suggesting that Zendaya was the underdog in this situation. Absolutely. Um, Which I think they were wrong for. I think Zendaya was not the underdog in this category. Like, look, Laura Linney, great actress. No no qualms there. Sorry, I literally don't know. She was in Ozark. Um, Jennifer Aniston, like, she's definitely shown the acting chops in recent years, but it's not like Jennifer Aniston is like a lifelong, like, grade a actress like she's been in her like quality like projects that have been really recognized more recently especially but this is not like but she's kind of like had a softball career until like more recently so it's not like she's like this big like hollywood heavy hitter where you'd be like what like jennifer aniston she's not banging her fists at fez's door and sobbing and is that playing an addict she's playing like the mom and Marley and me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and then we've got, like, Olivia Coleman, who, reasonably so, is, like, a pretty pretty heavy hitter. She's won the Oscars. She's won yeah, some, some Emmys. Like, yes. I'm a huge fan of hers. But then the other two are total, like... Flops. Pretty, whatever. like, pretty flop, like, softball choices. Like, Jodie Comer and Sandra Oh, both for, uh, whatever, Killing Eve. I, don't I think that show Eve totally sucks, and I don't Same. find either of them particularly impressive in that show. Um, I like. I like so it's hard Sandra for me to view Zendaya but... as the underdog in this category because both of them are immediately at the bottom of my list. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think they were wrong for that tweet, Agreed. and then they really doubled down on it by writing a second article today, calling out Zendaya fans for being stupid. Um, I know, which I think is funny. They literally which makes said them Zendaya look fans. a little stupid because they didn't understand that half the people that were mad were mad for the right reason that they were underestimating old yes. Z and. But the other half were a little uh, 
a little out of line. Yeah, there, I posted but. a story that was like, fuck you, New York Post. A, because I fucking hate the New York Post. But also, B, like you said, I, I thought they were referring to Zendaya as the underdog, which I thought was wrong. Yeah, and they were. I and know. They were wrong for that, I think, in my opinion. So, there you go. Controversial! There's the, uh, there's the hot controversy about, <laughs> about Zendaya's Emmy win from the, the New York Post. Zendaya fans, calm the fuck down. Zendaya fans made enough of an uproar <laughs> that the New York Post wrote a second article about them. Which I, like, kind of secretly love that, like, the fandom is that crazy. But the New York Post was, like, scrambling, like, throwing their papers all over their desk. Like, fuck, we gotta write another article. Like, the Zendaya fans are pissed. I think they were more just like, wow, we hate these people. That's true. But also, I think yeah. they just hated all Bad move all around. Like, boo, New York Post, though. Like, just a sloppy article could have done better. Just so, don't underestimate old Zendaya like that. Exactly. Like, But also, just just celebrate. Like, stop trying to make everything a fucking controversy. Like, who cares? Yeah. Anyway. Anyhow. So, next big news, headline news so I only saw this on IndieWire, which I posted, and honestly, like, our fans reacted so well. They shared it with everyone, which I love. Um, shout out to my friend Louise, though. I have to give him credit. He sent me this article super, super early this morning. It, like, literally woke me up in bed. And it pretty much, it says what we all thought, like, was already happening, but now it's, like, officially confirmed that Euphoria Season 2 will not be filming until early 2021, possibly later. But HBO did confirm that there will be a special COVID episode. Yep. So, yes. Shout out, Louise. Thank you for sending me this. I literally would not have had a fucking clue. Thanks for the hot tip. Who the fuck has their notifications turned on for that? Probably Louise, but not me. (laughs) So, yeah, we've got a little mixed bag. I mean, on the upside, we're getting a COVID episode. And on the downside, this filming schedule means we're probably not seeing season two of Euphoria till 2022. It could be... That bites. And it could be, like, a good ways into that. So we might be, like, two years away from season two of Euphoria. Oof, which which hurts. Yeah, it's a, a it's a big pill to swallow. But I will say this: it does give us here on the podcast a lot of creative freedom <laughs> and a lot of time. Yeah, we got two <laughs> years worth of creative. We freedom. have two years to figure out what the fuck we're gonna talk about on that. So euphoric, but you know what? Whatever. I'm here for it. We'll make it work. Sweet. But what are your thoughts? Like, if you were, I know we already have an episode, which I'll link again because I think it's important that we at least advertise the episodes we already have. Since now we have a two-year break, you all have no excuse to not listen. But what are your, like, just brief thoughts on what you think the episode will be? Because I think from the headline of this IndieWire article, now correct me if I'm wrong, kind of confirms that it's a special bridge episode, but there's nothing mentioned about it being a holiday episode. So they particularly called it a COVID episode. Um, which makes me think that probably the theme of the episode is going to relate to COVID as opposed to it being, as opposed to it being like a coronavirus, like holdover episode. Totally. Um, how which weird though, right? It me out a little bit. I liked the idea of a holiday episode because a lot of shows do really, really fun holiday episodes. It's kind of like a great place to have all these characters that have all these like grudges and like beef with each other. I'll kind of like put that aside and like put them in kind of like fun, yeah, come good, together like, for the holidays. Good, like, creative, like, TV, like, fun scenarios, and it kind of lets shows, like, have a little breathing room and fun yeah. to do holiday episodes like that, so I was kind of looking forward to like, that. Maddie and Kat could be, like, roasting chestnuts over an open yes. fire. 
absolutely. Sydney could be like, you know, or Cassie, my bad. Cassie McKay could be like kissing under the mistletoe, like making up after her abortion. Yeah. She's trying to get through the holidays. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe Eric Dane and Jules go on an ice skating date. (laughs) I think they're done. I think we. (laughs) And then they hook up in like a ski chalet. Oh my God. Ew. No, I think they're done. And like, Um, yeah, Nate's just miserable. Like kind of, you know. Nate's real down in the dumps having, he's got the holiday blues. He has like suicidal blues. Yeah. He's listening to Elvis. I'll have a blue Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I like how we're also assuming they all celebrate Christmas. So, <laughs> Who would be Jewish? Uh, oh, Ethan. Ethan would be Jewish, I feel like. Ethan could be Jewish. I, could see I feel that. like I could see him. He could like, be a Jew. Yeah, he would definitely be like celebrating Hanukkah. I could see him like dwindling the dreidel. Dwindling it? <laughs> I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> I'll just stop right there before I get myself into trouble. But yeah, I mean. This doesn't officially mean it won't be a holiday episode. I kind of no. hope it still will be, but now Same. it kind of seems like it might be a corona episode, and I don't know how I feel about that, but, you know, we'll see. My only thoughts are, and I'll make them quick, I, I do think that, I told Alex, this is really weird, and I might be the only one that thinks this, but I have this weird feeling that they're filming some of it in New York, and on that note, Jacob Elordi and Maude Apatow <laughs> have been seen, you know, gallivanting through New York City, which is so frustrating because here we are, Alex and I, in Upper East Side, New York City, sitting here recording this podcast, and I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty pissed that we never run in, have run into them. I don't know what I would say. I'd probably say nothing, but, like, I just want to see them from afar. <laughs> I want to yell, like, uh, listen to So Euphoric <laughs> yeah. across the street. But Alex actually, okay, there was a photo that a fan posted, though, and you've been to the store that they were at, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But anyway, they so were it was, like, a vintage, vintage store. store in Brooklyn. But yeah, they're just um, shopping and having fun together. So I feel like, and um, the girl or whomever plays uh, Baby Hunter, I don't, I'm going to butcher the name, but anyways, it's not relevant. They were also in New York. So I don't yeah. know. Um, somebody else, I wasn't, uh, Hunter was here too, right? Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of euphoria cast sightings here in NYC. Does it mean anything? I don't know. No. We'll see. I can't really imagine why they'd be in New York for a coronavirus episode because they well, should all be staying because in coronavirus like started here and yeah but they should all be staying in southern california but true, who true. the fuck knows we'll see so there you go yeah and then also the only other thing i'll mention is everyone was freaking out especially our listeners and followers over the tiktok that was posted where hunter and zendaya mm-hmm. approached fans while filming mm-hmm. and they were definitely at the motel yeah they've been filming the and diner. people have been seeing them and stuff and there's speculation that in the background, Jules had her hair. It was under like a, a tarp mm-hmm. type yeah. thing. So do you think, I, I think that was my only other idea is she'll come back from her like little subway trip wherever she went without Zendaya. She'll come back with like purple hair and be like, look, I'm a changed woman. Like, oh, I'm well, her hair's always changed anyways. So <laughs> it's like par for the course. But yeah, she probably has dyed hair. Yeah. So that's all we know. But Sweet. other than that, the only other drama that kind of goes a lot hand in hand with that is a lot of the Jalordi fans are pissed off about... I don't even... Honestly, I feel so petty even talking about it because I literally could not give two fucks. But apparently Zendaya and Jacob broke up at some point during uh, quarantine. Yes, they did. That's true. I, but we don't know who broke up with who. We don't know yeah. anything. And also, like I said, who cares? Yeah, there's people on both sides that are pissed about it. But look, we don't know shit. So just withhold your opinions until we know more. And also, like... Or just don't have an opinion Zendaya's at all. Zendaya's winning Emmys. Life, she's not worried about Jacob dating Kaya Gerber, or y'all. Like, she's doing just fine. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Zendaya is fine. I think old uh, Jalordi is fine. He's fine. He's with Kaya. She's an IMG model. Like, he's probably getting those model deals. Probably yeah. getting like, another Calvin Klein ad. Like, he's fine, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, they're both. They both seem to be fine. Who um, cares? The only other like controversial drama out there was Sydney's announcement with Halsey about her production company and the new TV series mm, that she's going to be producing. Which, yeah. before you go into the controversy, Alex, and spill the hot tea, all I want to say is. I'm excited for Sydney. Um, she's like my biggest girl crush, so I am ecstatic for her production company and the TV series that she's producing. I just want to make that very clear. Okay, now you pour the hot tea. Oh, I mean, it's not super hot, but I am. I'm a big fan of Sydney Sweeney, but I was a little, uh, I was a little spicy about this collaboration because in the first photo shoot of the collaboration we've got two separate issues so okay lay them out for me halsey here had box braids in the in the photo shoot which was immediately called out by most people um and then and then on a uh on a lesser level halsey was also wearing an outfit um from a company called shane i believe that's a a chinese kind of like fashion like fast fashion company who... Spelled S H E I N. S C H I E N. Yeah. No, I think it's she in. No, uh, whatever. Fuck but um, they've been uh, they've been in the hot seat a little bit for having a swastika necklace on sale, and then also the exact outfit that old Halsey there is wearing um, was just ripped directly from another designer who literally did the exact same outfit, and then this brand just completely ripped it off. Um, and so, uh, I don't know. I mean, if in light of our cancel culture episode, love Sydney Sweeney, but, uh, Halsey's kind of committed two faux pas right off the bat. Like photo shoot number one. Is this the, uh, is this the person you want to be working with in these times? Like if I were, if I were (laughs) Sydney Sweeney's manager, that would have been a hard no for me. It'd be like, what are you, what? This was, like, a bad choice, like, all around. We also like, aren't, let's make it clear, neither of us are Halsey fans. We couldn't give a no. shit about her, like, in her music or whatever she But does. even if I did, this is, like, these are, this is bad. It just shows, like, it speaks to a larger, like, just lack of awareness. And it's just, like, come on. Like, this is, like, the time to just be on your shit and just not be doing offensive shit. And you can, couldn't even manage the bare minimum of, like, not doing box braids on your photo shoot. Which I is, like, one agree. of the most called out, like, white women cultural appropriation fuck ups like of all time <laughs> i know it's like every it's other bad. week someone's called out for that and you really like couldn't even avoid that like basic ass faux pas like the other one's a little like you kind of have to be in the know to know but like well come on what did we say at the beginning of this episode too when we were talking about fashion which is celebrities have every resource at their hands right so, so for me it's like work with anybody she could she has like the pick of the litter Oh, I meant more. I meant more Halsey's like team. Like I know that's where you're coming from. I don't care that she's working with Halsey because they have a friendship. It's very clear they have a friendship, which is why they're going into business. I don't think she went into like a hat and went, "Oh man, I think I really want to work with Halsey." They were already friends, so it's a friendship collab. But with that being said. Halsey has every fucking resource at her hands. She could have worn any outfit. She could have had her hair any way she wanted. And she chose, like you said, the two most like controversial things she could choose. It's like, where the fuck is her team? Where's her pe- where is her publicist? Yeah, but I'm not letting Sydney Sweeney slip on this one. Like, I that's, am. <laughs> that, it is like, it's obviously Halsey's bad, but also like Sydney Sweeney. Like, you've got all the resources in the world. You could work with like anybody. And I get that like they're friends or whatever, but like have the business sense to know. Not know? a good choice. 
Or at least, like, tell her to fucking not do that She's shit. also not an actress, so I don't mean, like, oh, you can't, if you're a musician, you can't act, but also, like, let's be honest, like, if you're doing, like, a breakout TV hit series, I feel like I'd want to pick an actress, not, like, a musician aspiring to be. Yeah. Love but... you, Sydney Sweeney, but pick your collaborators better. Hold yeah. them to higher standards. Tell them not to do fucking yeah, shady Yeah, during the like Black that. Lives Matter revolution, like, during any time, right? Not good at all. Like, let's make that clear, never, but especially now, it's really bad. So I'll end with you on that. 100% agree. Yeah, that's so all. bad. Just a little disappointed. Disappointed, but Sydney, I love you. <laughs> um... <laughs> She also posted some really, like, hot photos the other day, so, anyways. She's very hot. She is really hot. Also, please, I'm allowed to say that, but you're not. Oh, please. <laughs> other than that, I really don't have anything else to say other than Alice and I were a little bit, like, fangirling because we went on live Instagram and we're watching the twins, Tristan and Tyler, thing one and thing two, if mm, you will, true. from Euphoria, T.O. and Tamaro. And we jokingly wrote, hey, what's up Tio and Tamaro in the live? And they both were like cracking up and were mentioning Tio and Tamaro being so funny. And I was so pissed because I'm like, boys, we have DM'd you so many times to be on our podcast. Not only that, but I made a edit, a TikTok video. Oh yeah, tell them about our where TikTok. Where I edited them into the Sister Sister theme song. And I was trying to get them to watch it on well, that live. And we've tried to like DM it to them and stuff. And it got it, banned though. It, yeah, but it's on YouTube. Oh, okay. But we've been unsuccessful so far getting them to watch my Tio and Tamaro edit. But we do have a TikTok and sometimes I make really stupid edits. Like a, uh, I did a Law & Order SVU um, Detective Rue crossover. Yeah, I um, loved that. You also did Mo- make Mac and Mash. I almost said Monster yeah, Mash. I did Mac a, and uh, Mash. If, you're, if you've listened to the show before, you'll be familiar with how much we laughed about the old Mac and Mash line that yeah. Cal spits when he's at the restaurant, and I did make a, a recent TikTok edit with that, and they're all really stupid, but Alex also dressed up as Cassie in a lot of our TikToks. I do occasionally dress up as Cassie on TikTok. <laughs> um, so follow us on TikTok. At So Euphoric. For some really stupid, funny content. Well, other than that, Alex, I feel like we've covered a lot. We've talked a lot of shit. We've discuss all the controversies we have celebrated zendaya i mean do you have anything else like i don't know like i any concluding thoughts no i mean here's the deal like we don't know what the future holds at this point um so we don't know when we'll be back here with a full-length episode for you but in the meantime we're gonna be active on all the all the social media so uh you know follow us on tiktok follow us on instagram Absolutely. So, Euphorians, just to make it very formal, do not forget to subscribe, listen, review us on Spotify and Apple, and now, excitingly, Amazon Music, which oh. is our I don't, oh, our latest platform edition. So exciting. All you have to do is log in with your Amazon account information, and you can listen to our podcast by searching that so euphoric exclamation point. Also, Beautiful. please be sure to follow us on Instagram at underscore euphoric. That's at... So, underscore euphoric. Um, We are almost to 800 followers, which I know, like, doesn't seem like that many, but we know we have so many listeners, but we're trying to convert our listeners to followers. So, please be sure to follow, comment on all of our posts, and let us know your thoughts on the podcast, or just honestly say whatever the fuck you want to say. We don't care. Like, bring on the hate, bring on the love. Like, Alex and I have tough skin. Lay it on us. (laughs) Very true. I honestly find it amusing. So, like, I just want to hear all your feedback, all your thoughts. 
And honestly, I, I absolutely will be posting soon, but I want to hear what you want to see from us. Because like Alex said, like we have a fucking long ass time to fill mm-hmm. here on that So Euphoric. So let's, you know, brainstorm a bit. We would love to hear your thoughts. You're what make, you know, you all are what make our show possible. So like we want to hear from you. I don't want to hear from Alex. He doesn't want to hear from me. Meatball is asleep on the table while we're drinking champagne. I'm a little tipsy. I feel like we should conclude this episode by. Let's cheers to the uh, to the Emmy wins, yo! Yeah, it's a big deal. Our show, honestly, for a second there, I went a little speechless. I'm sorry. (laughs) I was literally in my head. Yeah, you really like. No, I was like having a thought. Your brain like like, misfired. I know. Well, I was having a thought. Like it is pretty crazy. You know, we've been doing this all through quarantine. We started this podcast like what in March, Mm -hmm. and now here we are. And I just. On a, like, cheesy note, I do think it is really cool that, like, the lead of the show we love so much broke a record at hey, the Emmys. three wins for uh, for our show. After one season, that's pretty great. You I know. know. And that's it's a not... good That's a good-ass run at the Emmys. It's great for Zendaya. It's three great wins for is the good show. no matter what season you're in, let alone your first season. And, like, I know it's really good for Zendaya, but let's be honest, it's the most good for that so euphoric. <laughs> so <laughs> let's do... Hey, what's good for euphoria <laughs> is good for us. Yeah, exactly. And good for our fans, which we all love. Absolutely. So, Go ahead. I say we do a toast and let's keep getting some fun. Hell yeah, that's so <laughs> euphoric. <laughs> Cheers, Andrea. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>